Archie 1079 Life, James here with you. I hope you're having a wonderful evening and a wonderful week in general. Joined by Rachel Park. Hey, Yo. Rachel, how are you going? Hey, and good. Tom Basso. Hello, Rachel. Hello, James. How are we? Oh, very oh, well, thank good. you. Very nice. <laughs> very nice. We've got tons of stuff to get through today and tons of music. We're going to be talking a little bit. Well, we've got to talk a bit about the bushfires because it's been a well, it, it's it's been massive. You know, global news and, and a massive global effort to raise funds in order to help combat the, the bushfires and help rebuild as well. But we want to take a little bit of a kind of like a different take on it, add some things into the conversation that I guess are more pertinent to kind of what we're about at ArchD and what we're about at the Catholic Office for Youth and that kind of stuff. So we'll be talking about that in a second as well. Uh, ice hockey finals, Tom, they mm. are, well, depending on when people are going to hear exactly. the show. It could be right now. <laughs> it could be it could be happening like right this weekend or it could have just happened. Either way, it's a really good time and an opportunity to reflect on the season that the Adelaide Rush Ice Hockey Club Absolutely. have had. It's been amazing. Uh, for those of you who are regular ArchD listeners, you will know that ArchD and Adelaide Rush, we kind of like cross um, support each other in a lot of ways. If you go to an Adelaide Rush game, you'll see ArchD logos on the helmets of the players and it's really great that we can have that partnership with them. Uh, we'll be talking a bit about their season as well. And in Manchester, they've put in a brand new system in order to get people excited about their snow gridding bills. Right. Because of course in it's like really hot here at the moment but in Manchester it is bitterly cold in the north of England and so they're trying to like find some way to get the public really excited about their snow gridding mobiles and they have done so it has been amazing the public has gone crazy for these things and we will find out how and why we were talking a little bit during the break about you know the way in which people can change your name or lack of or lack of as it was the case with you guys yes <laughs> because with a name like I guess Rachel Park and Tom Basso there isn't a huge amount that Stop you can standard. kind of creatively do it but then again you know when you're at school kids can be creative especially when they <sighs> want to call you yes. and call you a name so like Rachel what was the the difference permutations that you had of Rachel Park? Well, there were two reoccurring ones, both equally as trying to be polite, ridiculous as the other. Okay. One was Rachelli. It almost sounds like an Italian version of your name. Yeah. It actually sounds quite cool. It's been ruined. It's mm. not like in a dramatic way. I've just heard it too many times. If I went into the supermarket and saw like a whole sort of like Farfalle or Penne or Rachelli, that's a different <laughs> variety of pasta. I would try it almost out of curiosity. Someone just says it out loud. I have a flashback. <laughs> okay. Don't want to engage in triggering behavior. But Rachelli, <laughs> that was the extent of it. Tom, how about you? I don't really get too many. I got Tim sometimes. Tim. Even though I'm Tom. So just as a different, that's not really a, you know, it's sort of an insult, is it? It's just another person's name. No. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like someone mishearing your name <laughs> yeah. and just calling you the same yeah, thing. Yeah, uh, Tim was the, yeah. Maybe I just reacted badly. I don't know. Like, I didn't didn't like it, maybe. So I thought, right. oh, we'll keep calling him Tim. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that was it. How about, like, middle names? Was that a thing? Do your middle <laughs> names, like, when you were at school, did your middle names get read out? Uh, like, on the roll sort of Yeah, on the roll. Yeah, if I nah. put it in. Otherwise, not really. Yeah, because when I was at school, that's what they did. did they, they always read your entire name. It's just in case there was another James Meston with a different middle name. Yeah, exactly, because it's just common as James. <laughs> Mested. I think there's only like about, you know, like half a dozen of us like in the world. <laughs> so to actually say the name James Barnaby Meston was really important. Barnaby? Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So when I was in primary school where the kids get most creative, because I had moved down from Queensland in year six and sort of had come down, Barnaby can be changed to Banana Bee, <laughs> which was quite one. clever, but not as clever 
as the people of Manchester because they've been trying to get some interest and excitement around the idea of their snow gridding thing. These things that drop salt on the, oh, the right. ground to um, make it so people can drive their cars, right? So if I said the names to you, Snow Gallagher, <laughs> Gritter Thunberg. <laughs> I think I've heard this story <laughs> Okay, here we go. Strap yourself in because we're going in. Snow Gallagher, Gritter Thunberg are among the pun-filled names chosen for a new fleet of eight salt spreaders in Manchester. Other names which the public chose include Basil Salty, Grit Ashley, and Snowby Gone Kenobi. <laughs> the city council, they asked for suggestions on Twitter, like basically public yeah. e- excitement. That, that always goes badly. They received <laughs> more than 2,000. Oh, no. 2,000. The catchers 24 were then put to the public to have the final say in a series of polls with nods for both Swedish teenage activist Greta Thunberg and Oasis star Noel Gallagher, who's from the city of Manchester. It's what they both want. <laughs> it's, it's all they ever wanted, I'm sure. <laughs> Everything they wanted to achieve. Other winning names are Basil Salty Grid Ashley, Spready Flintoff, Freddie Flintoff, former English captain, uh, Spready Mercury. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. Snowby Gone Kenobi, and <laughs> the RuPaul one, of course, Slushay Away. <laughs> The names will all be emblazoned on the new vehicles, which the council said have been provided through an investment grant to ensure more than 700 kilometres of Manchester's road are treated in icy conditions. Because north of England, it's ice everywhere. It's full on. Very, like, I I really like these ideas. If these guys who'd made these suggestions were let loose in my primary school with a name like James Barnaby Meston, I'm sure they could have come up with some truly devastating (laughs) things that I would still be desperately trying to live down to this day. Bony McBoatface. Do you remember when they tried to name that boat in is it in Sydney? And they got public suggestions and they wanted Bodie McBoatface, but they overruled it. They said no. The Australian people know what they want, and the fact that we didn't get it is a tragedy. Yeah. I, I I think that is actually a tragedy and uh it flies in the face of democracy. It in Manchester, isn't this what we up? stand for as a democracy? <laughs> exactly. Bodie McBoatface, you know, symbolizes everything that Australia is. <laughs> Tom Basso, tis the season to have ice hockey finals. It is. That is what I would definitely change that carol to say. Despite the fact that it's nearly February now. Despite the fact it's nearly February and uh, I only just took my Christmas tree down. Well, I mean, I didn't take it down. I mean, I basically folded it up and put it back in a bag and put it back in my garage. So all throughout January, basically, you've had the Christmas tree up. Well, it wasn't getting in the way of anything. <laughs> like, I took the decorations off. Like, the decorations yeah. were off. The it was just that final step of... So you just left the tree up there? Yes. So not really a Christmas tree, just, just a tree you've got in your house. Uh, well, an imitation tree, a fake tree, <laughs> yeah. which is hysterical because my tr- my house is, like, full of plants. Like, I've got right. lots of plants in my house, like, at the greenery, and it's yeah, nice yeah. to have. But then this thing just kind of, like, stood there, a bit like the monolith in 2001. If the, if 2001 was a Christmas movie, what? I just want you to know that <laughs> no one is laughing. What is going on? But you know, you know, there's all that debate that kind of happened over social media at Christmas time about arguing the best Christmas movie and say, are, are certain movies Christmas movies? Are yeah, certain like Die movies Hard not Christmas? It's Die Hard a Christmas oh. movie. But it made me stop and think of going, if 2001: A Space Odyssey was like the debate was, is it a Christmas movie? But I thought, would that just be funny that every time the black monolith appears, it's actually a Christmas tree? Oh, come on. That would be awesome. You've seen this movie. Anyway, all of a sudden, you know, like there's an astronaut and he's decorated the Christmas tree and put something other than the angel on top, a kind of a random decoration. And then all of a sudden the computer says, what are you doing, Dave? This is highly irregular. 
Oh man, come on! <laughs> Just nothing. You guys are not a fan of the classics, clearly. No. Anyway, tis, <laughs> the, get onto this? tis the season to have ice hockey final. Yeah, exciting so, stuff. It is. It's very exciting stuff. So, Tom, talk to us a bit. So, at the moment, depending on when people are going to be hearing this, so if it's if it's the weekend of the, the first weekend in February, this is when the ice hockey finals are actually happening. They're it happening is. over in Melbourne. But if if you're listening to the show on the Wednesday, um, they've already happened, and there would have been much excitement with at least one team who's won a gold medal. Yeah, exactly. But so right. the Adelaide Rush this year have done them really amazingly well. So talk us a bit through about the season that they've had well, uh, just this year. This time last year we had the finals in Adelaide. Of course, we and, did, and Adelaide Rush didn't even make the finals, which was a bit awkward and a bit disappointing. Yes. And it just shows how much they've come, like how the turnaround in the space of a year. Last year they finished last. This year they're the first team to qualify into the finals. They finished second overall, mm-hmm. and it's just been an incredible season. A lot of the new recruits have been massive, or some of the like returning players like Tash Farrier, oh, yeah. and Lizzie Averson and Olivia Cook as well. Yep. So yeah, so that's that's part of the import crew that's yeah. come over. So Olivia, Lizzie Averson, and uh, Sasha Lutz have come over. Yes, as well. Yeah. Uh, and Caitlin Malfana, she's an import that is you know really making a huge impact on the team as well so yeah and especially at home I think it's been really terrific to see they've won every game at home besides one and that was the last game against the Sydney Sirens but it went to a shootout of course yeah and they scored the Adelaide Rush scored like the equalising goal with 1.4 seconds know, left it was mad and it was Kirsty Venus who scored ah, it the captain, captain. Kirstie, yep. so even though we ended up losing the game I think that was just my favourite game it really showed how far they come because the Sydney Sirens was against and they're the, well, they finished first so they're a very very good side Yeah. and I thought that was just a terrific weekend of games both went to shootouts. One win to Adelaide Rush, one win to the Sirens. And I reckon if Adelaide Rush win against Melbourne um, on the Saturday this weekend, mm-hmm. it could be Adelaide Rush-Sydney Sirens grand final. That's probably going to be for the gold medal. This time, it's possible, I think. I think that it's very possible that that may be what we see. We may yeah. actually see that happen. So if you want to catch up on the games you can see it's all on YouTube now which is really cool that's great AWIHL Australian Women's Ice Hockey League streaming so AWIHL streaming is the channel and you can see the videos either live as they happen or in retrospect so you can kind of catch up on everything um, that's happened but it's been a really exciting season and when the next season kicks in again I mean the audiences are building constantly game by game the crowds as well the crowds are fantastic so what do you think is going to happen I don't know I mean I would like to think that you know Melbourne, I think in the last, I mean, they did uh, win both games in the last weekend against they Adelaide. Did, yeah. That shows really strong. Melbourne have always been strong. And the fact now that Adelaide get the draw that they've got to face them in the, um, I guess, kind of like the semi-final, I yeah. guess it is. Uh, it's very... Uh, daunting to know that that's the game that they're going to have to play. Um, but if they can do it um, on Melbourne's home turf, which is going to be harder, again, yeah, trickier. But if they can do it, I reckon they've got every chance and winning gold. So what do you reckon? Yeah, well, I'm sure they could beat the Sirens, obviously, at home. Mm. Um, yeah, the Melbourne game's going to be very tough. Yeah. Very tough. But you'd like to think, well, they've been in a very good position to do it. So yeah, we wish them all the best. Absolutely. So very, very exciting. So um, we'll put a link to it actually on our Facebook page. You've just go to um, Facebook, look for HD Radio, and we'll have a link there to get to the, um, the the hockey streaming site from there. We were talking a little bit before about the bushfire season. This has been a massive part of, uh, I guess, over the sort of the Christmas and New Year period. Really early start for the bushfire season. It's been really hardcore. We've seen really harrowing images. So I think they're saying, you know, it's not, it's one of the worst seasons we've had because it's still, you were saying, Rachel, because it's still ongoing. Yeah. We can't see what sort of season it's because usually this is when it starts to get bad around yeah. about this kind of time. But Tom, you were over in um, Sydney and Melbourne over the yeah, break yeah. and you could really see the impacts in the air and the environment. 
in Which the capital city. Which is something cities. that you don't really think of. Like, we've never seen sort of scenes like this. Obviously, we've had horrendous fires in the past as well, mm. but the smoke and stuff in the actual capital cities, it's been, it was really, really remarkable and bad. Especially when I was in uh, Melbourne, it was particularly bad. It was the worst air quality in the world at some stage. Right. I know that was the same in Canberra around that time as well. And those pictures of Parliament House and stuff of Canberra was awful. But yeah, it was even hard. It was hard to go outside in Melbourne at some days. What was, was it like? Did, did, you, did you feel it in the air? Like, was it... Yeah, it was something? definitely... Yeah, you could really feel it in the air. And if you're, like, asthmatic, that, that was really difficult for those. So you could feel people. it in your chest in Yeah, the air. definitely, yeah. And you'd, you'd avoid going outside those days, which is... Wow. And, I, and I've been to China and Beijing, and it was so much... Yeah, worse, right. So much worse than... Because they've one of the... Obviously, Beijing is really bad air quality. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was really, really bad. And Sydney, well, obviously, was quite bad as well. Not quite when I was there, but, uh-huh. yeah. And I was sorry for the fireworks, of course, with uh, Sydney. Right, which we're talking about being cancelled because yes, of the virus. Yeah, um, but thankfully, it, I think it was a good result that it wasn't cancelled because it ended up quite a like large amount of money was raised for the for the fires. Oh, well, good, which good. is good. I That's think, great. Yeah, you know, and people have you know internationally really gotten behind the effort and really put forward a lot of funds. You know, public figures and people like that who've who've really contributed to trying to yeah, uh, make a great. big difference. Mm-hmm. Clearly, um, things are changing. I mean, things are getting worse. Climate change is having a massive impact. Scientists, fire chiefs, you've seen all the fire chiefs have come out. All the people in the know are saying, yes, this is definitely happening. Things are incrementally changing and getting worse. When I was younger, I remember climate change being very much looked upon as a far more skeptical thing than it is now. It was very much a thing of pick up your rubbish and put it in the bin. Mm. This is when I was like five. Well, I remember people used to talk about, I guess I'm a bit older than you guys. I can remember people talking about the greenhouse effect when people started talking about the greenhouse effect. And the ozone layer. The ozone layer and that we needed to stop using aerosol cans. Yeah. But even back then, even back then, like if you went back as far as the late 80s. I was hearing about this yesterday on the news. Like in the late 80s, the CSIRO were talking about going, we better do something about this or buy. And I think they even checked it. By 2020, we are going to see a massive change mm. in things like bushfires because it's all got to do then with the change in humidity and and um, how much condensation there is and all that kind of stuff. Like it's it's a it's a massive effect that happens. A whole bunch of different things together. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. But we used to hear about it back then. But now. The, the dialogue's changed. Yeah, it's so much worse now. And even most of my late teens to becoming an adult has been very much a message of if we don't do something now, our lives are going to be so much harder in the future. Our air quality is going to get worse. These bushfire seasons are going to get longer. Yeah. These temperamental weather patterns are just going to get more and more extreme. And an effect especially in Australia as well. Absolutely. You know, like, you know, driest continent yeah. and and so much fuel that can that can kind of ignite. Yeah. So I think the interesting and you know, I saw too like my sister lives up in Woodside and it didn't it got I think within a kilometre of her house and she oh, had right. moved wow. about twelve months ago and it got within I think about fifty metres of her place and it really? just was so happens that, that a CFS truck had come around the corner just at the right time to put out the blaze at the front and mm. other than that the whole place would have gone up so it's pretty abrupt and pretty kind of like in your face that it's it got really that close and I think that 
the, the, the notion of we need to wait and see or we need to kind of hope for the best, those sorts of things, they're not really options anymore no. for us. Not even just as kind of like, you know, as a human species, we've got to be a part of the of the change of all that kind of stuff. We need to be an active part of the solution. And I did want to talk a bit about this in terms of, I guess, kind of where we come from. I mean, HD Radio was a part of the Catholic Office for Youth. And so all of the things that kind of that we learn as Catholics kind of underpin uh, the way in which we look at the world. And something that um, that Catholics have, which I don't believe a lot of other faiths have, is they have a, a certain sort of additional code that underpins these things, and they're called the Catholic social teachings, and it's how we as people can contribute towards making a better world in terms of the, the social equity of everything. And there are, um, how many? I mean, there's 10 of them. This is what they are. Principle of respect for human dignity, the principle of respect for human life, the principle of association, the principle of participation, the principle of preferential option for the poor and vulnerable, the principle of solidarity, and they kind of go on, so there's 10 of them. but one of them is the principle of stewardship and the principle of stewardship sits within this idea of we've got to take care of the world in which we live in sort of like um even pope francis wrote an encyclical which means that it becomes essentially part of what the church is all about and it was called on the care of our common home really all about how we actively kind of take care of the planet and that's why when you go into catholic schools as i'm sure you guys would remember culturally what you can actually do to help the environment and the world more generally really is deeply within the culture of, of everything that you do. I might put the link to um, uh, something that Caritas Australia put up about this uh, care for our common home being a stewardship of creation if you want to learn a little bit more about it. And our, our deeper sympathies do go out to those people who have been affected by the bushfires, either you or, or family members or people that you know and care for. Uh, it's been really tough and, yeah, thinking of you all. That's been Juicy. You're listening to HD 107.9 Live. Harry Styles and Holland on the way very shortly. Rachel Park, you went and saw Star Wars finally. I did, finally. My finally! Is it even still on at the cinema? Oh, well, there were like me, my partner, and then four other people in the whole theatre. Packed out, man. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I think I went... Uh, no, I went early in January. Like, I yeah. still... I went definitely after it had well and truly come out. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, the cinema was still pretty full when I went. What was, what was your impression? What did you think? I didn't hate it. I liked it more than I thought I would, but I can see why people don't like it as right. well. I can see why there's that. Why bit don't of you think people would like it? The pacing, first of all, was terrible. I thought it cut and changed between scenes too quickly. Okay. And the storyline was a little bit incoherent. <laughs> Just for my personal taste as yeah. a professional film critic. Of course. As of right now. Of course. Self-appointed. Yep, right now. <laughs> um, I blog, okay? I blog. I blog. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know how I feel about the romance between Kylo Ren and Ray. Spoiler alert. But yeah, right? Weird. It's, what was that all about? That came out of nowhere. Yeah. And then the redemption arc just seemed a little bit thrown in there. Oh, he talked to his father and now he's all good. Well, okay, cool. Yeah. Surely. You, have you seen it, Tom? A bit more of a I have not seen the Star Wars. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's weird. All right, fine. Um, we can't associate with you Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was having a conversation uh, with my partner last night about this whole thing, and I'll was and i I'll go on a on Star Wars rant really at any sort of moment. That's a mood. But it made me really um, – she was saying, you know, you only go to the cinema – 
to have things confirmed for you or um, to kind of because like another thing that I kind of got really into was this uh, was Mortal Engines and the film that was made was kind of this um, uh, they completely changed the story and made it into this kind of really over the top thing that I really didn't kind of enjoy so majority of the time when I leave a cinema I'm usually more upset than I am like having enjoyed it and I will always go make a point of seeing that and she was saying so when was the last time you went to a movie at a cinema that wasn't either based on a book or seeing uh, an addition to a series that you really cared about and it really did make me stop and pause so I don't know so it's really made me stop and think you know I've really actually got to go out there and positively engage with yeah. cinema or else my whole thing of uh, personal status as a as a self-appointed cinema critic very similar to you Rachel Park yes um, uh, <laughs> Archie uh, movie critics Archie movie critics yeah but uh, 2020 <laughs> Represent. Yeah. Um, I, I do have to stop and think about that a little bit because I yeah. like to think of I, I, I have this idea of myself as this really kind of, you know, cravat wearing kind of posh sophisticate in terms of the and I just maybe I'm not that person. Yeah, I'm definitely the guy in the back who's just getting popcorn all over himself. Right. Myself, and just kind of watching it dead eyed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like I'm not that invested in it, I suppose. Just because of all the people on Twitter who are keyboard warriors, I suppose. Is that what they're called? I, I think so. Yeah. Maybe we need to set up kind of like a support group of two people where we can kind of... I just don't care about it that much. I have other things in my life to worry about. Oh, great. So it's just going to be me at the support group. Yes. Yeah, so I'll be outside. Hi, my door. name's James and I'm an amateur <laughs> theatre critic. And then I have to go, hi, James. I have to do it myself. <laughs> it's just a mirror. Yeah, exactly. Do it to a mirror. <laughs> That's all we have time for. Tom Basso... Thank you so much for being here no, today on HD. Oh, no, it's been fun. Go Wait. out, lad rush. Uh, go rush. I know what hockey is. Ice hockey, sorry. I know what that is. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go sports. Hashtag go sports. Go team. <laughs> exactly. Two teams got it. I'm going to get a At the jersey. end, someone wins something. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. get a jersey. It just says hockey on it. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Go hockey. That, that won't look try-hardish at all. <laughs> Rachel Park, thank you so much for coming no along. Being worries. a part of the show. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music, and we will see you again in a few days. Bye. 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 California driving had to get out.